<laughs> it was perfect that you said diploma and then <laughs> peeps. Our <laughs> peers. Our peeps. Our colleagues. Our classmates. RCA peeps. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is Natalia. This is Sophia. We're gonna be co-hosting the Young Artists podcast. Uh, where we will interview and talk with our peers and our friends about being an artist, about the challenges that we face as artists mm -hmm. and about questions that come to our mind. We want to welcome them to hopefully what will become a safe space for them to maybe talk about, like exactly. you said, your challenges, inspirations, maybe their background as well, as we still get to know each other how they develop your, their work. There's so many things that we could cover from the art perspective to more personal. Yes, we met on the you graduate diploma program at Royal College of Art, and we'll start uh, from interviewing <laughs> people that study with us mm -hmm. and that inspire us daily, hopefully finding out what are their motivations. And hopefully it resonates with people around not only our program, but also maybe from other disciplines, from art to maybe not really art. I mean, I think there's so many lessons that you can take away from the conversations that we want to have. Yes. So we'll see where it goes. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. I myself, uh, I am a student of architecture yeah. who has just graduated last year, but I wasn't really set on being a, an architect ever. So uh, I decided to explore my artistic side mm -hmm. and come to the graduate diploma program, which is a program that allows you to uh, explore where your practice is gonna go by trying out new techniques mm -hmm. so i really want to be a painter but we'll see where it goes with the amount of uh, of classes we get on different topics mm -hmm. i'm really interested in what more i can explore i have so many questions i think when i first met you you said to me the first thing i want to go into painting are you set on pursuing that as your master's at the moment, I am really set on that, mm -hmm. but with my previous experience, especially with spatial things mm -hmm. and with designing um, the buildings and the space in general, mm. I, I have been thinking about something like sculpture for some time. So at the moment, I'm really set on painting because it's my biggest passion, mm. but I, I don't say that I am not going to do something else in the future, you know? Yeah. How, how did you come to decide that you were going to go to Central St. Martins? Because we went to the same uni and yeah. we had very different degrees and yours was three years or four yes, years? Three. And yours? Three. Yeah. So I did three as well and I had a foundation before. Okay. I did a foundation back home before moving to London. And I think it's interesting because we're both now in the same place and I think we know more or less how the system works because of what we've experienced at UAL. And maybe you took away positive things that you can implement into your practice now, but I know that what I want to do is completely different to what I studied in my bachelor's. So I like when you first mentioned to me that you went to CSM, it was sort of like a relief to know that there was someone that came from the different place, from the same place, 
um, but that had studied also something completely different. Because I knew deep down you would know what the UAL system was like, what the people are like, what the structure is like. And coming here, it's starting, it, it feels like it's starting quite new and, you know, everyone's very unfamiliar. Yeah. I keep not speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that was very reassuring to me when we first met, that you told me immediately that you had come from a completely different background and that you have very fine art aspirations because me coming into this course as well I'm touching on fine art but I haven't really discovered my practice yet so maybe the only comparison is that I still don't know what I want to do I don't think I've painted if I don't think I've ever painted in my life maybe when I was really young but I would like to discover it I'm not sure I will become a painter I really don't think so <laughs> but it's definitely an element that I want to add to my practice I'm really glad you're sharing <laughs> your perspective because yeah. I think I find it really interesting as well that we both come from the same school, mm. but we have such different experience and UAL is such an artistic environment, mm. but at the same time I find it really isolating and you're sort of like alone on your journey. Mm. So the reason I came here is that this environment at our program is really supportive and we have way smaller groups that at UAL. How did you discover the graduate diploma? So I was uh, applying for masters initially mm. and they, they then they offered me a place here, which I wasn't really happy Same. about at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. But now I find it a really good choice because it's not as pressuring as masters, mm. but it really helps me discover who I am and what I want to do. Did you, did you go to the open day? I didn't actually, I just mm. uh, It's such a different feel from what we knew at UAL, so I think really? I'm also glad that I took the decision to be here. Yeah, so different, so different. Even the people, the buildings, the structure, maybe because it's a smaller school and they're very specific to teach postgraduate instead of doing a bachelor's. What did you study before? The design management. Okay. Yeah, so I was in the School of Communication at LCC. I think it's also really good that we are here to explore what mm -hmm. we can do yeah. because it is really limiting to be choosing one course as your uh, undergraduate diploma yeah. where you are so limited to the resources that your specific course offers. Mm -hmm. And even though you are surrounded by artistic people who inspire you, you don't have that much opportunity to explore other areas of art that might interest you. So yeah, maybe exactly. when you try painting here, maybe it will become your new hobby, who knows? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see that. I think at times it seems very intimidating. So far I know that you and a couple of other girls are very set on pursuing their practice into something very concrete, such as painting, sculpture. Um, so I think also being in fine arts, I want to maybe define what that means for myself and maybe not just think of it as a hands-on practice only, you know, doing painting, sculpture, poetry, or whatever the fine arts meaning is to some people, yes. I think because of what I studied, just as you, taking what I've learned and rediscovering it in my own, at my own pace, 
discovering new elements and playing around with mixed media, just doing really fun things. I don't know. Maybe it's, again, like I don't have it as well as defined as you, but that also I find it very fun and exciting. Sometimes intimidating, like I said, but mostly very fun because I don't really know what I'm doing. Yes. So I'm just playing around with materials and it that feels uh, very almost cathartic in a way yes because i didn't have a hands-on practice at all during my bachelor's i know you had so my way of thinking is probably very different to most people but i think it's really good that we are in such environment that many of us mm -hmm. are still to decide what we want to do mm -hmm. so that was one of the reasons I decided to start this podcast because we can just find out how our ways goes, yeah. go. And as you say, it is really intimidating the range of things we can do mm -hmm. and so many different pathways that, that we can take mm -hmm. as artists. So I guess it's really good to also learn from each other mm -hmm. and observe how other people are making their way through. Absolutely. Has it been intense for you? Because coming from CSM architecture, I'm sure you have different standards, but for me it's been quite intense. So I feel like architecture was a little bit more intense, mm. but architecture is such a special course in terms of amount of work. Mm. So I, f I find this course intense as well, but I'm not so overloaded with work mm. as I was when I was doing architecture. Sure. Yeah. It's so int interesting for me to see you and place you in the architecture department because <laughs> I know you've helped me for the, the monument project that we had, for example. I had asked you a few questions and you were very quick to answer. So applying your background to the practice, I can see how, you know, you have it in you, <laughs> that architectural yeah. mind. Um, and I'm discovering your paintings at the same time. So I can also, from my own perspective, gaze in your work. I can okay. see. <laughs> I can see how they can both connect. Yeah. You, you play with shapes and forms in a way that's like abstracting them a little bit. You're playing with color. It's very interesting to see. Thank you. But mm. I feel like that's really great with this environment that we are creating here that mm -hmm. everybody is bringing their own uh, experience and knowledge from completely different places mm -hmm. for example i was really inspired with your work with letters and Maybe. with poems <laughs> i find it great because that's my best project so <laughs> see but i'm not good at it at all so i was yeah. really impressed and it's great because yeah. i can learn a lot from you yeah. in this area and probably you can take something from me in other parts I'm <laughs> thank you so much because i think maybe maybe i haven't asked too much around but i know that i'm probably one of the only few people here that really appreciate starting a brief by writing instead of doing the visual transcription and coming here remember the journal that we had to do before doing the actual workshop i found it so hard to draw to sketch i think i had a little bit of a creative block and i remember going to gary and saying to him i don't really know what to do or how to choose my element 
because most of it is writing. And I don't necessarily know what it means, but I, it comes very naturally. And I still maybe don't know a lot about writing, but it comes in a way where I know that it helps me to express myself very well. And for example, now for the project proposal, I hope to do something that combines text and image, especially image, because I want to be able to go out of that comfort zone. But I had so much fun in that workshop. It made me really, it, it helped me place my text into a visual context that I probably I've never, yeah, I've never done that before. But it is hard. Sometimes I get too taken away and I only focus on the text and the language and the words. And now finally I can see how that can become its own visual arts practice. And sometimes we, I think we separate text from images too much. I think yes. sometimes images can seem very lonely and I'm just used to always placing a description to them or a caption. To me they go hand in hand. Um, and even though I want to practice my drawing and my painting and, you know, text is definitely the first thing that comes to my mind when I need to do something. I always write. I really love what you're saying because coming here, I discovered that we can break from the schemes that we are taught mm -hmm. to follow all our lives. Mm -hmm. So what I mean is that we often while choosing what we want to do, we often think about the outcome, who are we going to be, and we are trying to put ourselves into this specific um, like mold. Exactly. Mm. For example, we think about being a doctor, being a painter, or being a lawyer. But actually, you can create your own place in the industry. Mm. You don't need to fit something that was created before. You can find your own practice playing with letters and with the image, something that people haven't been really doing before. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Being able to define my own practice in my own way by taking the references that are given to us and not being scared to think outside of the box and play around, even if I know text already the way that I know it, still play around with it. And like I said again in the workshop, when we did that activity together, for example, um, where we exchanged our different skills, you know, you had Our your writing. Exactly. That also made me see text in a new light because then I had to think of who was going to read it, how it was going to be received, and probably the different meanings that it could take on. So I loved that exercise, to be honest. I really want to do it again. Yeah, it was really fun. See, like, I, I guess this is the really fun part mm. of figuring your way as an artist mm. because you can get to know so many different perspectives and you can just discover more and learn more about who you actually are. Mm. So I guess this is really inspiring. I still don't really understand how most of the people here say that they can't write. I think that's such a lie. I think we really all have it in us. Maybe I've practiced it a little bit better than you. Yeah. But whatever I write sometimes doesn't necessarily make sense. And I think people really think this way, whereas sometimes I have words, again, that don't make sense. And people are sort of scared to put it on paper, but then I wonder, but you do put your draw drawings onto paper. So really, what's the difference? I feel like uh, different people really find their own ways in mm. expressing creativity. I for me words are important as well but I don't use words to express my creativity at all 
I just use them to express my feelings when I'm frustrated. I like to write it down and think it through mm. rather than speaking the words out. And this feels really freeing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in terms of the creativity, I really love the visual way of expressing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And probably that's like the difference in who we're gonna be as practitioners because I just can't think of me expressing the mm. creative thoughts with words. It's just a really abstract concept. That's to so me. interesting because I can. So where does that? What position then do I take? You know, but I also want to practice my visual skills as much as my writing. You know, to not separate them. Really want to combine them, but it doesn't come as natural as the writing. So of course I have a tendency to seek comfort in the text instead of the image. But I don't know how other people do it. Like you said, everyone has their own way of expressing their creativity. So I can't really take inspiration like to the, you know, to that point of detail where I can say, "Oh my god, okay, I can see the methodology that you have." I don't think there's really a methodology. I think you work very intuitively, for example, in your paintings. That's true. It's not like a completely and it's not the goal to replicate it, but see, maybe writing is easier in that way because you can see it what, what someone wrote and take elements from it and put it onto paper quite easily. Whereas drawing, I think there's so many things that go behind the canvas or the paper, like you said, express, expressing emotions. And maybe they're not put forward. Maybe you need to discover them as you discover the painting. So for me, definitely, it, it is more difficult to find that expression visually. But I guess there's no really way on how to find. That's interesting. I like, I prefer the word, yeah, I prefer instead of like, or being better at something or, you know, because then I know what my strong skills are at the end of the day, but because I'm open to try and be more visual about my work, I don't want to say, oh, no, I'm going to do this because I don't like it. No, I'm going to challenge myself because I would prefer to explore that instead of staying in my own practice as it is today. But I wouldn't, I try not to categorize myself too much in terms of, oh, this is really good and this is really bad. Sometimes what I even write does not sound good. And I just look at it from another perspective and it has its own meaning. So I just let it be. It might not be the best work, but I've never gone to the extent of calling my work ugly or pretty. I don't think so. Maybe when I'm sketching, but I try to be also very, just like applying acceptance to whatever comes out. Um, Because if I think I'm really selective at this stage of our program, you know, it's a graduate diploma, so I really want to be as extensive as I can. If I say already, oh, this is ugly, this I don't like, I'm not, I feel like I'm not really doing myself a favor of accepting that my discipline can be multidisciplinary, that there's many things that maybe I haven't really explored just yet. So I don't know, I don't know why I wanted to point that out, but if I were to put it in a sentence, then I would say, yeah, I prefer to, instead of saying, oh, I really don't like this, so I'm not going to do it, you know? Okay. I try to sometimes pay attention, even if I don't, don't look forward to doing more visual than writing. I always just try to say, yeah, I would prefer, but I'm still going to do it, you know? 
Yes, I, I love this attitude because for me as an artist, the biggest struggle is to face the challenges that mm -hmm. I encounter while creating. So I get really demotivated when mm. something doesn't go my way and I'm trying to unlearn Me that. Too. I'm really trying to, um, you know, just accept the outcome yeah. and treat it as a necessary element to yeah. coming to something which I perceive as good enough. But You know what? That, what I just said was actually a lie. <laughs> that is so not true because I rem remember when we did the creative creative... A writing workshop and then we had to uh, choose a few words and select a letter or a symbol yes. I remember doing my plan onto paper and I put it on the window I don't know if you've seen it I put everything in the window and that was my plan research observation mood board I remember and you know what I did I wrote everything onto paper and I found it to be so ugly just my handwriting Okay. I spent an hour doing it and then I spent another hour redoing it because I yes. thought it was ugly. See, I want to change that attitude. <laughs> yes, I am so, working on that too. Yeah. Not seeing the process as ugly, but mm. as necessary. Um, actually, I would love this, this podcast to be a place where we can find out about each other so much and mm -hmm. about what we do and why we do and what we find inspirational. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is a good direction to take. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like it's going to be a really fun thing to, to hear other people talk about what they do. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that as well. To put them on the spot. Exactly, <laughs> and to ask them so many questions. Know, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I would say that. I'm looking forward to welcoming... Me too. A new artists, upcoming artists. ASMR. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's thank episode. You. And thank you, Ricardo, who is taking care of the sound quality and the montage. Yeah. And we're looking forward to... The next episode. Exactly. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. <laughs>